BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ukraine has officially claimed responsibility for attacking three Russian military targets in Crimea, including an airfield, an ammunitions depot, and an airbase where seven Russian planes were destroyed. And now Ukrainian officials are dropping hints at plans for a massive counteroffensive, and not just in the south according to one defense official the attacks will include quote very acute events on the entire front keep hearing about this massive counteroffensive. i don't know when or if it's actually going to happen maybe we're about due to check in with mike lyons and find out what the latest is on ukraine a lot of your foreign correspondents that were covering ukraine got pulled off that duty to be in afghanistan the last week and mm-hmm. i feel like i'm uh, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a flying blind a little on my ukraine info yeah, the, the developments in Ukraine have been really interesting lately. I mean, the hits on Crimea, which Putin has said is Russia's holy land and, and incredibly important. Ukraine's purposely targeting uh, fuel depots and, and ammo depots there and, and blowing up, up to embarrass the Russians. And I love this. The Russians said if they keep that up, the consequences are going to be severe. You've already invaded the country. You're right. slaughtering thousands of civilians, r- raping people. You're shipping children to prison camps. You're bombing maternity hospitals. Yeah, the penalties yeah. are going to be severe. Um, the, I saw a poll the other day. I, 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 I mostly have it in my head. It's close to right, but uh, Ian Bremmer's point with putting out the poll that was done in Ukraine is how solid 
the country currently still is behind Zelensky and the idea of not giving in to the Russians. It's like 90 percent. He's got 90 plus percent approval in Ukraine still. In spite of the terrible sacrifices. Yeah. Everybody's had to make. Yeah. Yeah. Grim situation. Uh, speaking of grim situations, we got to talk about China a little more, too, because that is, uh, you know, we're so busy screaming at each other over domestic politics and you know who all the time. It's easy to forget <laughs> that the rest of the world is still doing what the rest of the world does. A quick note, though, next segment. If, like us, you think, you know, a transgender person, if you're an adult, you live your life the way you see fit. I wish you nothing but health and happiness. Believe you deserve full uh, civil rights, uh, human rights, etc. But the activist experiment being done on children is beyond the pale. I can't stand it. Okay? Big news on that front coming up. So stay with us if you can. Cool. And also, a guy named Scott Linsicum, who writes about the economy for the dispatch, wrote what he thinks is his most important piece ever. The inflation in the use of exclamation points in emails and texts. And it's pretty good. see that coming. And it's pretty good. And he's right. Uh, all right. I'll look forward to that. <laughs> Meanwhile, as we touched on last hour, China has not slowed down their aggressive military quote-unquote exercises in the Straits of Taiwan, uh, the Taiwanese military is on high alert, that sort of thing. Although, uh, again, the people of Taiwan are like, now nah, we're used to this. They're, they're always acting like this. Uh, the same thing the Ukrainians said before yeah, Russia actually right. swept into their country, which worries me. But Jen Griffin of Fox News uh, did a, a great report, as she always does, last night. Clip 51, Michael, if you'd be so kind. China's defense ministry announced today troops from the People's Republic of China, or PRC, will travel to Russia to take part in joint military exercises that begin August 30th. We have seen a burgeoning relationship, including in the security realm, between uh, the PRC and Russia. U.S. officials who said China overreacted to the recent Pelosi visit. The remarks made by the senior U.S. officials completely confused right and wrong and fully exposed the U.S. as making lame arguments in a powerful manner with gangster logic. Mm, gangster logic. Title of my new album, by the way. What a great album title that would be. Shut up, you commies. Boy, they're, they're bellicose statements. They're just tiring. Yep. Shut up. I guess that's for the domestic audience. they got to be seen as, as poking a finger in the chest of the, you know, the, the awful, awful U.S. And then the next aspect of Jen Griffin's report I thought was interesting for a couple of reasons. God forgive me for bringing up the Tangerine Tornado. But the Biden administration did something that I think was probably perfectly fine. But if Trump had done it, the mainstream media would be wetting their pants with hand-wringing and condemnations than the rest of it. It's a good old-fashioned missile test. 52. The U.S. carried out an intercontinental ballistic missile test, which it had postponed after Speaker Pelosi's visit, and is exploring a long-term missile defense plan in the Pacific to protect the homeland from missiles and hypersonic weapons. threat is real, and we need to have as much decision space as possible to protect the country. Admiral John Aquilino says his goal is to deter China. I spend every waking minute doing everything to ensure we are preventing conflict in the 
raging. Uh, and that is my commitment to all of my partners. Every day we try to prevent war. I have a follow-up question for you. Follow-up question? I appreciate him spending every minute preparing for China, but maybe he ought to spend a minute dealing with the PA system. <laughs> well, why did they ask him through the McDonald's drive-thru? <laughs> the McDonald's drive-thru sounds a hell of a lot better than that. <laughs> wow, is that terrible. Uh, not to get distracted. Uh, yeah, you got guns and missiles? So do we. In fact, why don't you watch this? Ours are really, really good. Yeah. God dang it. Ah. <sighs> I want all this stuff to go away, but it ain't going to. That's a childish no, it view. Not. It is not going to go away. I cannot, you know, I can usually hazard a bit of a prediction on where something's probably going to go. Uh, six months from now, what's going to happen with China and Taiwan, the U.S., et cetera? Not a clue. Right. Cools down, heats up, could be. I don't know. And I wonder how much of it depends on the decisions of one man, President Xi. Who is increasingly desperate for a rationale why he should continue to be the leader of China? You know, I could do a half an hour on some of China's economic headwinds right now. They have serious problems. Their housing market is crashing, and that's a quarter of their entire economy because it was kind of built on a bubble. And so you got that going on. You've got a, a sharp decline in economic growth. You've got um, resentment over the zero COVID policies. So maybe he decides. You know, you mentioned earlier, not to be cynical, but it's, I'm a, well, theoretically, I had an education in political science. You look at uh, uh, Zelensky. In spite of the horrors of the last six months, he has 90-plus percent approval rating because Ukraine is fending off a dangerous foreign power. So Xi Jinping, mm. if he can somehow gin up a situation that looks like he's fending off a dangerous foreign power... Boom! He gets uh, appointed for that unprecedented third term and becomes essentially dictator for life. Right. So look out. Gotcha. So inflation in uh, exclamation points. Joe's Joe's got some trans stuff. I do indeed. And a bunch of other things we need to get to. There's some decision being made by a court about the affidavit or the warrant or something in the whole Trump raid thing. I don't know. And at some point. Yeah, today. just let me know if something happens. If it happens, we'll talk about it. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I want to talk a little about about education later. As my uh, son did back to school night last night, heading into seventh grade, and some things I observed and learned, and other news of the day on the way. In an unrelated story about education, uh, certainly the woke queer theory being taught in so many of America's schools. The littlest kids uh, being taught about sex and gender and being gay and whether they're transgender and there's no such thing as a man and a woman. Actually, little kids in public schools being taught this stuff. You know, we're not anything phobic around here. We're the, we're the opposite of it. Um, but there's a huge difference between... An adult making a decision about their life, you know, I might not make the same decision. I might think it's a terrible decision, but it's none of my business. But there's a huge difference between that and activist-driven sweeping up kids into all sorts of 
uh, gender stuff, including convincing them they're transgender, then whisking them along the conveyor belt and 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 causing what uh, Abigail Schreier called irreversible damage in her fabulous book on the topic. Listen to this, would you? You progressive types, often citing Europe as, as so much more progressive and smart than the dumb, dumb U.S., Europe, there are actually several examples of countries in Europe that have hit the brakes hard on the whole gender confirmation thing or whatever you want to call it with kids. Hit the brakes hard, including some of your Scandinavian countries that are always looked at as socialist paradises. Here's an example. By next spring, Britain's state-run transgender youth clinic will shut its doors for good. The National Health Service announced it was closing the Tavistock Gender Identity Clinic last month after an independent report concluded that it was, and I quote, not a safe or viable long-term option for gender-confused young people. The report, conducted by the former president of the Royal College of Pediatrics and Child Health, found that patients, and I'm quoting, are at considerable risk from clinicians' unquestioning affirmative approach. To translate that a little bit, the queer theorist people, the super activists, say if you so much as say to your confused 16-year-old daughter, we need to slow down and look at what's really going on in your mind and figure out, are you really a man or is it something else? They call that transphobia or, or browbeating or conversion therapy. They try to suggest you're trying to, like, the detoxify a gay person by just saying, whoa, can we slow down? So here's the official British policy saying there's considerable risk from clinicians' unquestioning affirmative approach. Soon after, a London-based legal firm announced a class action lawsuit on behalf of a thousand families whose, quote, children and young adolescents were rushed into treatment and, quote, as a result, suffered life-changing and, in some cases, irreversible effects. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, there's more about this. Um, but, uh, you know, as, as this article points out, the National Health Service's decision to shut down the clinic is really a remarkable concession mm. and a specific government acknowledgement of harm, the harm that had been done from, as I always say, whisking kids along the conveyor belt. If you if you as a confused adolescent girl make the slightest sound about maybe I got a gender uh, thing going on, the, the activists at her school will whisk her, will grab her and say, you're right, you're right, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and if she even, if she attempts to tap the brakes, these lunatics... We'll keep pushing. Anyway, there's much more to this. I don't want to wear you out. Maybe we'll talk about it more later. Um, but in a related story, and depending on where you, were, you read this story, it's either, isn't this terrible? Or, uh, yeah. Every sorority chapter at the University of Alabama has rejected a biological man who identifies as a woman during their recruitment process. This Grant Sykes, who's some sort of Instagram something or other, uh, applied to all the sororities and went through their rush or whatever they call it. Um, and every single sorority rejected him. He says it's sad 
I'm sad because I wanted to be part of a sisterhood, and more than that, a community. And he's, of course, portraying it as some sort of injustice, whereas the sororities are all saying, you're a dude. We have girls in the sorority. You're a dude. Here is Mr. Sykes uh, in clip 15. Michael? Hey, y'all, it's Grant. Today is day five of Alabama Rush, and it is the first day of sisterhood around. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, So I'm going to give you guys an OOTD. And, yeah, so my shirt is my dress is from Hello, Molly. Thank you so much, Hello, Molly. Love you. My, like, this thing is from Shin. My shoes are from Shin. And my nice. ring so you get the idea of so, the okay. act. He, he promotes various brands right. on the Instagram. Feed. Well, when you first said this, I thought it was uh, like a, a a a dude dude, or I don't know what term I should use, who was trying to play the modern game and get to live in a sorority. But no, it's somebody who feels they are a woman and should be in the sorority. Yeah, I guess the sororities weren't having it though. Um. I think, and are they being challenged legally on that, or are they going to be able to get away with it? Not as yet. I don't know. The sororities I mean, can accept Alabama they might want, be right? different yeah. in uh, California. Yeah, there are actually uh, similar stories at various uh, colleges around the country. But um, someday, I think sanity will be restored. I hope, anyway. And and it's worth noting that there are lots and lots of gay people who think the whole radical queer theory thing is insane. And they've taken over uh, the movement or the community or whatever. And they're trying to portray all gay people as wildly left radicals. And it's unfair. And, you know, I feel for you all. Um, but someday when sanity is, is restored, and I can't believe I even have to say this, People will look back on a biologically male swimmer whooping up on all the girls in the pool as unthinkable and absurd. You won't be able to convince people it actually happened. You'll try to tell them, oh, no, this guy was huge. He was a big, hulking man, a decent college swimmer as a guy. He declared he was a woman, and the woke universities let him swim as a gal, and he beat everybody all the time. And they'll say, he trounced people. Yeah, he set record after record. They what you won't be able to convince them. A different way of looking at genders in Saudi Arabia. They just sentenced a woman to 34 years in prison for her Twitter activity last week, marking the longest sentence ever for a peaceful activist and launching a fresh wave of fear among government detractors, a rights group said. Yikes. Longest sentence ever for just speaking out. 34 years in prison. For her tweets. So, uh, so much for the reformer MBS. Wow. Yeah. Enjoy your golf league there, uh, Shake. Uh, other random notes have come across. Robert Redford, the actor, turns 86 today. Didn't realize he was that old. That is 86. That is old AF. The Sundance kid ain't no kid anymore. The. Uh, Great Britain just topped 10% year over year for their inflation. Their inflation numbers came out for July, 10%. So they're worse off than we are. It's because of the Russian energy thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They've got that situation going. Yeah, Europe is hurting for certain. they got some serious uh, energy and power problems over there. Why are we driving so crazy right now? Because deaths and cars are going way up, even though we're driving fewer miles. All kinds of different stuff we can talk about. 
you miss an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I just walked through the doors of this store. I'm going to stand right here and plan my next move. Oh, I see that there's a car behind me in this parking lot. I'm just going to keep walking right in the middle of the driving area. Oops, I'm in the dentist's waiting room and I'm getting a phone call. Better put this one on speakerphone. Oh, it's my turn to order after spending over 20 minutes in line? Gosh, I have no idea. I'd better start the decision-making process right now. That's good. I almost feel like I need to listen to that again. Those are so good. I just walked into the store. I'm going to stand here right in, right, right inside the front door and decide what my plans are now. <laughs> I love I love people who get off escalators and stand there at the top still oh. looking around to see which store is where in a mall or that sort of thing. Right. I just want to give them an elbow in the back of the neck. 
By the way, something we got a video at our website. A bunch of people went into a liquor store in Los Angeles and just were sweeping things off the shelf into bags and uh, walked out the door while people stood around and watched and filmed them. Uh, I titled it The Complete Breakdown of Civilization on the Twitter, but yeah, we've got it at the website if you want to see it. It's it's amazing. Has this ever happened anywhere in world history at any time where society just decided, yeah, you can go into a store and just steal whatever you want and walk out the door and nobody's even going to lift a finger to stop you? They- Los Angeles crumbling. It's happening all over blue state America. You can commit felony theft with impunity now. Has any society run that experiment? And it's worth noting the so-called security guard is just like taping it with her phone, as are several of the shoppers saying, get their license plate, get their license plate. Everybody in the store is outraged by this. But nobody does anything. Nobody can do anything. Now the sec- of an experiment. The security person doesn't do anything because they're told not to do anything? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, they're an unarmed person in a little uniform shirt. A little uniform shirt. Well, that's it. That's the only thing that differentiates them from the shoppers. Good point. All right. A couple other things to mention. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration estimates 9,560 people died in motor vehicle crashes in the first quarter of 2022. The highest level in 20 years. The seventh straight quarterly increase, and Americans are returning to the roads after COVID, but more driving isn't the sole reason, as the increase has outpaced, the increase in fatalities has outpaced the increase in miles driven. And obviously, if it's been going, it's that much more than, yeah, that's something. Oh, yeah, the most in 20 years. I mean, forget COVID. What do you think's going on there? Murders, Murders up, crime up, all kinds of different things up, suicide up, depression up. Driving crazy up just fits in with all that other stuff I just mentioned. Yeah, I don't know about your town, Jack, or, or anybody listening, but uh, I'm, I'm reviewing in my head like the last couple of places I've lived. Um, the the cops are radaring much less. You don't see traffic cops anymore. Hmm. I just think people. It could be a a generalized feeling of there are no repercussions for doing bad stuff like the liquor store thing, all the smash and grabs, and I just think the cops have pulled back. They don't want to make traffic stops and, and get involved in something crazy. I don't know. I you know I know there are budget problems in the last town Judy and I lived, and so they used to radar all the time on this road that people would speed like lunatics on, and now they don't. So a guy named Scott Linscombe writes an economy column for the Dispatch, and he wrote what he thinks is his most important piece ever about the inflation in the use of exclamation points, which I have been complaining about for some time. Joe has adopted probably wisely as recognizing when in Rome. Well, it's the, it's the lingua franca of the modern workplace. I mean, ain't you fancy? Um, I think uh, you could be accused of being anti-exclamation pointist uh, compared to the average person. You're hostile to them. It's like your attitude about emojis, which are a delightful way to convey thoughts through pictures. If somebody says there's a meeting at 3 o'clock, can you be there? And I say yes. Why would I put an exclamation point on that? And then why would they reply with, great, see you then, exclamation point. Why? 
Well, I agree completely. But do you ever use exclamation points? Mm, very seldom. Well, there you go. You're you're an Amish. You're Amish, on, except instead of engines, it's uh, exclamation points. Jumping deep into his column about this, Scott Linscombe writes, when the Internet and texting became widespread, followed by social media a decade later, exclamation points began popping up everywhere and in great numbers. Boy, did they. The social media and email push toward ever-increasing exclamation point abuse has been confirmed in several recent reports, as well as by literally anyone with an email or social media account. (laughs) No kidding. You really don't need a study of this. Yeah, I do not disagree. Things like hi, exclamation point, or thanks, exclamation point, are now standard fare. The The latter is so commonplace, in fact, that it's frequently an automatic email signature's. A permanent state of online excitement sounds exhausting, he said. However, as Seinfeld presciently noted way back in 1993, and as hilariously documented by the... I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry, you made a mistake there. You said 1993, which is almost 30 years ago. Yeah, Seinfeld 30 years ago. Wow. <sighs> I got, yeah, I got, sorry, I got, to take a, I got to take a knee on that one. That one hurt. That left, that left a mark. A Seinfeld episode from 30 years ago. We're discussing the honeymooners in the 80s. That's what we're doing. Yes. Woo! Wow. Sorry, I'll shut up now. Anyway, this verbal violence has been, hasn't been isolated to the online world. So why oppose exclamation inflation, he says? Isn't it a harmless way to show happiness or appreciation, especially to online friends and colleagues who might need some emotional support? Hardly. Yeah, you bully. Hardly, he says. First and most basically, most of today's exclamation point usage is grammatically incorrect. As the authoritative uh, grammarly, I don't know what that is, notes. Um, it is not, uh, it, it doesn't fit in with any of the descriptions in any writing about use of language of when you would use an exclamation point. So hmm. there's that, but. Boy, you're Mr. Language Evolves. Get over it. Yeah, but I know. No, I'm no, on, the, I, the leopard has changed its spots, everybody. I'm, in, I'm, I'm on the opposite side, of, opposite side of my normal argument on these sorts of things, but I am not going to adopt the exclamation point. No offense to my coworkers, among others, but I do not have forceful emotion when acknowledging receipt of your last round of document edits <laughs> or your scheduling request. I'm thankful, sure, but it didn't make my week. <laughs> a simple period at most is therefore sufficient. <laughs> it's right. It didn't make my week that you're going to see me at the meeting at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Second and more importantly, and this is the part that I wonder about, exclamation abuse inevitably dilutes the punctuation's efficacy over time. Some defenders, defenders claim that an exclamation point conveys sincerity. But that's only true when it's unique or interesting to the recipient. Once a single mark becomes ubiquitous, it's meaningless. Does your colleague's single mark mean he actually is happy to receive your message or whatever? Or is he just performing the new bare minimum? And does he maybe even secretly hate you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably, yeah. (laughs) As the Atlantic's Julie Beck noted in 2018, many people at that time, which is like 20 years ago on the Internet, uh, yeah, in in, in 2018 in Internet time is 20 years ago, uh, many people already assumed that one exclamation point is insufficiently enthusiastic. Surely more do today. Yeah, I would agree. I have seen that in the inflation of exclamation points. It's gone from usage to number of them. Yes, I'll see you at the meeting is not enough. You got to go with a couple. 
Right. And if it's actually good news, I mean, because, yes, I'll be at the meeting is not exciting news. <laughs> but, you know, we hit our quarterly number might actually, you know, warrant an exclamation point. Then you got to have like five of them to separate from the exclamation point that is merely there's coffee in the break room. <laughs> you wow. know, that's a good Yeah. Yeah. Haven't you noticed that? Uh, hmm. I don't know where you know, it goes from here. Do you remember, what was it, like five years ago, I revealed my secret for communicating with women in yeah, business? Yeah, 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 and you're right. You are right. I am wrong, but I'm yes. not going to budge. Finally, he admits it. Uh, more on that in a moment. After a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, and I urge you to check out their website, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, because only then will you get the full idea of how customizable Simply Safe is for you and your needs. Are you primarily worried about a burglary? Uh, where you live, or a fire, or uh, a health emergency, an old stir that might fall down or something like that. Customize the perfect system for you. This is the best home security you can get. Highly trained professionals 24-7 will keep you calm and safe during stressful situations, staying on the line with you until help arrives. It's really quite amazing for about a dollar a day. Their customer-first policies keep the price low, no long-term contract. They're not going to try to lock you into it. Um, and, uh, was it, oh, you, you ordered online and it comes to your home and you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. And it's easy and they can absolutely help you. So don't hesitate uh, about that. Perfect system for you. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. If you go today, you can claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I will ad- admit this, and it needs to evolve somehow, or maybe it already has, and I'm just not getting on board. Um, while I can't make my fingers put an exclamation point at the end of, okay, see you then, when we've gone back and forth about what time, you know, I'll meet you at the grocery store. I just can't do it. Um, not doing that has a flat, angry look to it. Yes. Which is, yes. Uh, you know, it's... Well, it, I think... Uh, part of the reason it's evolved, I believe, is because so few interactions are in person anymore. And you can hear from the inflection in my voice if I'm actually excited or not. Um, and so it's like uh, people have called for the Sark mark because it's impossible to tell if you're being sarcastic purely in print unless you're a very good writer. And so people want it to want to be able to make it clear I'm being sarcastic. I feel like the exclamation point is mostly a a I'm not angry or being dismissive or sarcastic. That's what it is now. It's not it's not an, an uh, indication of like joy or excitement. Yeah, excuse the frank language, folks. You occasionally get it here at the show if you're new to the show, but not. Using an exclamation point for something positive is the resting bitch face of communication in the modern world. So a friend of mine has, uh, we've gone back and forth on this and talked about it a lot, and they've adopted the whole uh, not using exclamation points because they know how I feel about it. And i got to admit, when I receive it, it's weird. See you at eight. Does that work? Okay, period. And that's like, uh uh-oh, are they mad? (laughs) Which is weird. Right. Okay. See you at eight is perfectly all right as a response, but it seems like somebody's mad if they don't have his. I don't know. I don't know where well, it's going. I remember at one point we got hip to the idea that young people don't use sen- uh, periods at the end of a sentence. Sure. Because in modern communication, that's like you yelled it. You're mad. Yeah. yeah. Period. I guess that would work. Period is a. Uh oh. We're in a bit of a battle. She's mad if it's your wife or whatever. <laughs> 
And I've noticed you've adopted that, but not the exclamation point. The eliminating the period? Yes. Yeah, the period is, uh, I'm pissed. That's exactly what the period means, which is, that doesn't make any sense either. These are odd times. Again, can we please unplug the internet? It was better before. Aside from my, uh, you know, sarcasm, I'm not kidding. I will not use exclamation points, but, um, uh, uh, wow. It is, it is is fascinating the way language evolves. It just, the, uh, the humanity decided, no, it looks too flat for me to say, see you then. I have another comment to make, but it's time to take a break. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Student loan payments paused for the pandemic are set to restart in two weeks. More than 100 Democrats sent a letter to the White House calling for another extension. The White House has yet to announce a decision, but some experts warn not to pull the trigger. 
Oh, it's going to make inflation worse. The nonpartisan committee for a responsible budget crunched the numbers and found extending the current pause through the end of the year would cost $20 billion and canceling $10,000 per person, which the president prefers to do legislatively, would cost $230 billion. Actions that the committee says would erode any deficit-reducing policies from the president's so-called Inflation Reduction Act. This is the least progressive move by progressives that has ever <laughs> happened. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's it's right. It's the opposite of progressive masquerading as progressive. It's so weird. Yeah. Sheet metal workers and house cleaners are going to be paying off the college debt of rich white people through their taxes. For something they chose to do, knowing what right. it cost at the time. Right. Even though the costs are ridiculous, you still chose to do it. Right. And those other people did not choose to do it, often for the reason, you know, that you're complaining. Because it was too expensive, so they didn't go. And because your college degree didn't end up getting you enough money to pay it off. Which, hey, I sympathize. My kids have college debt. It's not overwhelming, but it's significant. Um, and, and the thing that really bothers me, is thinking long term, is this sort of move removes any pressure to deal yeah, with the exploding costs of college. Absolutely. It's just so and bad. So extending the, uh, whatever they're calling it, the vacation from having to pay your student loan debt. What's the reason at this point? Because of COVID? Are you still claiming it's because of COVID that you don't have to pay your, your student loan? No, no, it's just a, a rhetoric, mumbo-jumbo. They string sentences together and announce, therefore, we, this, this is the wrong time. Aisha Osney has more on her report. It's pretty good. 61, Michael. Progressives like Senator Elizabeth Warren are floating the idea of restarting payments while canceling student debt at the same time. The effect is not inflationary. The effect is deflationary. But the committee says that's simply not true. Continuing the pause is inflationary. Ending the pause but canceling debt is also inflationary. The second one is maybe a little bit less inflationary. People are supposed to pay their debt. That's that's like one of the key features of debt is you pay it back. Yeah, I'm glad to hear a smart person say that because that's the way it struck <laughs> me uh, when I heard it, too. Well, the first one is clearly inflationary because college kids have more money in their pocket to spend on other stuff. Right, right. Uh, you know, it's it's just so obvious. The Democratic Party is increasingly dependent on college-educated women, period. It's losing black folks. Hispanic folks, never mind blue-collar America. They're fleeing from the Democratic Party in horrific numbers from the Democrats' perspective. And so this is purely and simply pandering to college-educated women. Yeah, I don't know how much of the working class is paying attention to this, but man, if they got word that, wait a second, I'm paying off their college debt? I can go to college? What the hell? Yeah, yeah. You see Trump winning by 40 points. (laughs) That is, Wouldn't that be something? Oh, I mentioned Trump. We weren't. We we're going to try to be as low on Trump as possible today, just because he's been in the news so. Much. We're low T, low T. Our voices are getting higher. We have no <laughs> grip strength. No. Tried to grow beard the other day. Looked like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> low T. Wow. That I can't believe. I keep saying every time I hear about the student loan debt cancellation, I'm shocked it's still around because it's like the stupidest idea ever. But it continues to rear its ugly head. Why does it cost $50,000 a year to get education? You could get 90% online. 
Um, or or even 80%. Or how about this? Concede this to me. You could get a third of it online. So why am I paying for some sort of super elite country club luxury $60,000 a year for some of these places? That's insane. They get like 30,000 kids on campus, or even if it's 5,000. Did you show me that math? <laughs> right. In celebrity news, Brad Pitt, according to uh, the documents, and they're still battling over a divorce and custody and stuff like that, Brad Pitt told Angelina Jolie that one of her kids looks like a Columbine kid. That, that probably, what? Probably didn't go over well. I don't want to get in the middle of their divorce or anybody else's. Oof. Um, if you miss an hour of this show, and it, it varies widely, as you just heard in the last five minutes, on what we talk about. You should hear the whole thing. You can go to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. We talked about the revamping the CDC, for instance, earlier. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy, too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Vosh at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.